What's up, happy people? Welcome back to another episode of Perception is a Bitch. There's a famous quote Absolute power corrupts absolutely. But I call bullshit. There's no such thing as absolute power. Just like there's no such thing as non consensual sex. There's sex, and then there's rape. The moment you take sex and it's non consensual, it's fucking rape. If you're confused about that, go talk to a police officer. On other news, absolute power. There is no version of power that is not absolute. If it were otherwise, it wouldn't be power. So the inspiration for today's episode came from a show that you and I watched uh, about a year ago. It was it's called been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. It was called The Great. I don't know if it would say that's the inspiration, but it aligns really well with the. It point. definitely got yeah. the mind going, right? Yeah. So the the main actress in this show is Dakota Fanning's little sister. I'm L. sure she loves being defined like that. <laughs> that's how. That's her that's, claim to fame. That's all. She, she's an actress in her own right, but you're she's still. She's a great <laughs> actress, but let's not hide oh, the fact that you know nepotism is real. You know, doors yeah. open when you're Dakota Fanning's little sister. Poor thing. That's all she's. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Uh, so it, anyway, mm-hmm. she's the lead actress on this one show. Okay. And she was from call it Scotland. And she was going to Russia, right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember where she's from. I can't remember, but... Wherever the fuck she matter. was from. It doesn't think, matter. Yeah, it was England. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Wherever. Anyways. Either She's this idealistic 16-year-old girl. She's, she's a 16-year-old she girl. She loves philosophy. She loves books. She... So in a time where in a, in a time where the world was very backwards, uh-huh. very Especially women... Especially Russia. Women keep your head down. Mm-hmm. Do not speak unless spoken to. Women yeah. have no rights. You're worse than slaves. <laughs> right? That was the era in where she lived in. Mm-hmm. And she was a 16-year-old girl who had all these ideas about liberation mm-hmm. and equal rights yep. and progressive. The age of learning. The everyone age of should reason. Read. Yes. Everyone should be able to read and Philosophy, write. The golden age. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the renaissance. She Okay. She had all these ideas. Now, she found finds herself where she becomes queen of Russia. Mm-hmm. Or so, emp- is it empress? Empress. What of the I fuck they call them? So she wants to bring all these progressive ideas uh-huh. into Russia. This very aristocratic, very... Backwards, back- uneducated. Yes. I mean, even compared to other countries, it was very backwards right. at the time. Now, and, and here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Here's uh-huh. the punchline. Okay. When you look at this girl... Elle Fanning and her character. She's a sweet, probably weighs a buck 20, tops. Young lady, super non-threatening to anyone. Rosy cheeks, pale skin, blonde hair. However, her ideas threaten an entire entire establishment. Mm -hmm. Okay. She, and as I'm watching the show and watching her go through the, all the back and forth and, and, uh, the politicking and all the hardships she, she goes through in the court, I'm like, she does not understand that her ideas, yeah, once she gets power, automatically make her a tyrant to people who do not think the way she does. Yeah. She's a threat. She's a threat now. And it reminds me of society and culture today in which we human beings are unable to separate the individual from their ideas, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not the individual we perceive as a threat. It's the idea. The human being is just a vessel for the idea. It's like fucking V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta as skilled as he was in the art of fighting, uh-huh. the ideas is what made him threatening. Yeah. The- but he understood that to protect the ideas, mm-hmm. the physical body had to be skilled in the art of fighting. 
right? But we are unable to separate the individual from the idea. And that's where this whole conversation about power is coming I from. I get you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Absolutely, right. <laughs> absolute power. So absolute um, power. So co- I, I think that's uh, the whole absolute power and that misnomer, it really is funny because I think a lot of people hear that quote, like absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I think they think that the intent behind that quote, and perhaps this was the intent, is for people to try and like differentiate and like have power, but not be absolute. Yeah, right. Yeah, like and say, oh, there's a way you can have power, but as soon if you have power and and you are trying to not have absolute power, you are really only giving someone the illusion of choice. Example. When my mother used to ask me, <laughs> do you want to wash the dishes? It, it was, was an illusion of, of choice. choice. Because her power is absolute. There was there no was, fucking the, choice. I, the, I was the, doing the power. fucking dishes. <laughs> like, if I was like, mm, no, I really don't want to uh, do that. She's well, like, well, would you rather have clean. a beating? Okay, yes, your I'd like to do the dishes. Thank room. you. It's not a choice. There is no choice, Mm-mm. right? So he, here's the thing: human beings. But then, like, go ahead. Sorry, like the the, the thing is, my mom would l- say, like, like the Catherine the Great, like, oh, she's a good person. She's sweet. She's kind. She never meant to um, have power, quote unquote, over, over us. She wasn't meaning to be abusive or authoritarian. But her power um, came off as tyranny. Well, it, it like because again, you can't have power and it not be absolute it's it's just the way it is the nature of power as soon as someone has power over you you lack choice now because you have to do what they said it doesn't mean what they're telling you to do is inherently wrong or evil but you no longer have the choice of equal partnership like hey do you want to do the dishes no i don't okay cool you don't have to like there, there wasn't that that's not a reality that existed but I understand as someone who is in a position of power and has a million things that need to get done, you need someone to do the fucking dishes. You're there not doing anything. Do the fucking dishes. It's it's a, it, I understand it as a leader. The shit needs done. Someone needs to do it. And you have to divvy up tasks. So there's that fine line between power is something that the world inherently has to have to exist there's always a hierarchy there's always someone who is going to be over someone else and and but the like you to your point whoever that person is is automatically abusive and a tyrant to whoever is underneath them intent or not so human beings are given to bias which means if you're a human you have a point of view if, if that point of view is given power, you automatically become a tyrant to people who don't think the way you do. So I, I would challenge you a little here. Okay. So I don't think it's necessarily that you become a tyrant just to those who don't agree with you. I think that's the most obvious aspect in which that it's true because automatically, like for me, example, with the last election, when Trump became president, I felt like he was a fucking tyrant. Like he's not my president. That, that kind of emotion. Like I'm against. And it wasn't, it wasn't Trump. You had a problem with it. Was the ideas he stood for? Because it could well, have been those ideas. The two in hand in hand. Well, those ideas yeah. could have been in any other human being. You would still have found issues with them. Yes, exactly. Um, I had no problem with him before I understood his ideas. I guess. Yeah, you're right on that. Um, but the 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 point is is like. So Biden, I don't have a problem so far with any of the things that I know about him as far as his ideologies, his belief systems, what he plans for office, but he's still a fucking tyrant. Because he has power. To me or to anyone else, because he has power, because he can say he wants to enforce any law tomorrow, regardless of what it is, and whether I agree to it or not, I am subject to that law. So... People get lost in, I think, the the context of whether I agree or disagree. Like I said, I can look at my mom and agree so that that the dishes need done and I'm fine with doing it. It still doesn't mean I had a choice. Like you can actually like your leaders. You can love your leaders, but there's 
still a tyrant. Like you were still subject to their whim. And you and I are both in leadership. And we've understood that we have employees who love us. People who would say we're some of the best bosses they've ever had. But we can st- we, we, we are still victims of this where we... There are moments our, where I have employees. unintentionally become a tyrant to people because I lay down a law and expectation that somebody perceives as whatever, right? Yeah, because you, you have to set the priorities, the agendas. So if I tell my employee to go vacuum, ah, you had a great example of this. Uh, so you had an employee who was an overnight worker. And a lot of times he would use his downtime to study. Study. Mm-hmm. And you allowed this because it was normally a slow shift. There wasn't a lot to do. And it, was a, so, it was a midnight to 6 a.m. shift. Yeah. It, for the most part, eh, no worries. Do what you got to do, but man. But then I come into the gym one night because I had my boss's boss visiting the next day. And I come in to vacuum to support the night crew to yep, vacuum to the entire out, which gym. you didn't have to do. Yep. So you, you you and your agenda are coming in as a kind, benevolent ruler, benevolent power. Like, I'm here with you in the shit. Like, like I'm not asking Benevolent you to, power. I'm not asking yeah. you to do something I wouldn't do. Yeah, like, I'm not the kind of leader. You and I are neither the kind of leader to ask someone to scrub GM, a toilet that we wouldn't scrub. I'm the who show up at midnight to help vacuum yeah. the facility. Exactly. Even though I could just delegate it to you. So automatically we're we're not at the corrupted absolute power that, that most people would assume that this is regarding but then i strapped the vacuum to my back and i asked this employee this team member just, just to fucking just hold, to the, hold cord. the extension cord so i don't trip people who are walking around over and his response to me was well i have to go study and i <laughs> i paused for a moment and i looked this motherfucker in the eye and i at what point did privilege become right? <laughs> right. That's what, when you wanted to smack down the absolute power. Uh, You're like, motherfucker. Well, and, but, and this is why absolute power is necessary, though, because you have stupid motherfuckers like that who are getting paid for a job and understand. And don't know the distinction between what is a privilege and what is their right as an employee. Yep. And like you are getting paid for a service here. You are not here just to not like hang paid out. To, right. But in that moment when I said, Put your book down and you will help me vacuum or you can go home and I'll finish the shift. In that moment, he saw my benevolent power as what? As tyrant. As a tyrant. As Mm -hmm. tyranny. Mm -hmm. Tyranny. Yep. And to him, he's going to go home and bitch to his spouse and bitch to his other students. Lack of perspective. You didn't understand he needed to study, blah, blah, blah. But... This is the same guy who was desperate for a job, desperate for money, but yet couldn't do his job when the, the time came down. And so you need people in power who can set people who have mixed priorities. And it'd be a, it'd be a great world if we could all just function in this utopia, like, um, oh, everyone just see trash on the ground. If you see it, pick it up and put it away. Do it. If everyone did the things that they knew they were supposed to do we wouldn't need people in power because everyone would just do what needed done but because so many people all of us in our own little moment are subject to having mixed priorities lapses in judgment uh different ideas of what the goalpost is laziness in general just not wanting to do certain shit we need that accountability right you need okay so when I think of power, and I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm going to use this term because okay. I think I coined it. Well, I didn't think I coined it. I coined it. It's perspective in power. It's perception in power. And I talk about this in the book. Okay. Because human beings are subject to bias. And hear True. me out here. Hear um, me out absolutely. here. So when, when you see a human being in office in power, it's not a human being that's in power. It's an idea that's in power. Mm -hmm. It just comes in the form of a human being. Yeah, what you see is a person. What you see is a person. But behind the man is a set of principles, ideas, and beliefs. And V for Vendetta said this very articulately. He's like, 
you know, when they were trying to shoot him and it was like, you can't kill, you can kill the man, but you can't kill, kill an idea. the idea. It's like that I am Spartacus kind yes, of thing. Yeah. You can kill Spartacus, but you can't kill the idea I am Spartacus. Yeah. Not when everyone stands up. It's already spread. It's you already can't. spread. Mm-hmm. Right. So a conservative mm-hmm. in power is a tyrant, obviously to liberals, yeah. but even to conservatives, because there's levels to conservatism, right? <laughs> A liberal in power is an obvious tyrant to conservatives, mm-hmm. but also a tyrant to liberals because there's, again, levels to, to liberalism. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, oh, you know, here and there. So when I think and say power is a tyrant, mm-hmm. what I'm speaking to is you are governed not by an individual, by, but by a set of principles, ideas, and belief systems that may not always reflect how you perceive or how you want to operate in the world. Absolutely. This has always been one of the flaws in our election system, too, because people get so polarized on these extreme ideas and whether someone's pro or against uh, and and it just becomes this litany of, of platforms. Um, are you for or against a certain idea? And you check mark these candidates based on how they align with what you believe. And instead of focusing on, does this person actually have competencies? Are they rational? Are they a decent human being? Yes. Can you separate the individual from the idea? Do they have the strategies and the skill sets to get our economy in the right place, our government in the right place, to lead our people to a time of prosperity so, for all, so, so, and not just on the fucking ideas about whether they... So, like so, okay, homos so, or not, so we're, we're, hit, we're, hit, or not. we're hitting a nerve here because we check mark people, we give them the, the stamp of approval mm-hmm. based on the ideas they have, but not their value system. Here's a case in point. Here's mm-hmm. an example Bernie Sanders may be a good man, he may be a decent man, he may be a loving, all the verbs of virtue that you can have, a human being can have. He may have them all. Mm-hmm. However, Bernie Sanders has ideas that have been tagged onto him as socialist. This mm-hmm. is a guy who is for free education, pay off all their student loan debt, free health care. I'm about med- that one. I Medicare like that for one. all, right? <laughs> yeah. So it becomes very hard to separate Bernie Sanders, the man, from Bernie Sanders, the ideology. Okay, You don't see him. And unless America gets to a point where we have his ideology... No matter how virtuous he is in all the verbs, he could never be president of the United States of America because as a culture, as people, we are unable to separate the man from the ideology. The man, the value system, loving, kind, empathetic, good with people. We are unable to separate that from, you know, Medicare for all, uh, free college tuition and whatever the shit might be. The same thing with Trump. Trump could be, let's go with the alternate, <laughs> the alternate virtues. He could be, <laughs> he could be asshole. He could be womanizer. He could be everything that he is. Every, every non-virtue virtue. Yeah. But unfortunately we see the ideology, right? Because he's Republican. Oh, yeah. So they Make ascribe, America great. They ascribe for all, the, all values, the ideas of Republicanism and conservatism to him, even though the values may his not match. His actions and his what he says he stands for don't correlate. This is and my point. This people is, will this still is stand my behind point. what let, they Let me make this point again it. so people don't miss the genius that I'm giving yeah. right now. We are unable as humans to separate the, the, idea, the idea from the man. From the man. Yep. Fuck Which is virtue. why people still believe in Trump, even though everything he has done in office and all of his actions do not align with what and, he speaks and, and, to. And psychopathic leaders have mm-hmm. figured out. Yeah. We call these guys, the ones, the motherfuckers in politics that we yeah. truly hate, the ones who have mastered the art of like, Oh, think about it. So think they, about it. They align themselves yeah, to the they ideology. they know exactly it's acting. 
It's yeah, acting. They, they, it's they align propaganda. themselves. Yes, they align themselves to the ideology, even though it's not a reflection of their values, because oh, yeah. they know people don't give a fuck about values, even, even though they say they yeah, do. That's why even Trump in his interview said, if he ever ran for president, this was like what twenty years ago when he was like, if I ever ran for president, I'd run Republican because they're the stupidest motherfuckers, and I can manipulate them. Well, liberals like are crazy. stupid, also too. Like they're I'm all just saying, stupid. Like he, that's what he said because he understood is he if he spouts certain lines he could have people behind him he can align him. himself to a certain yeah. ideology and think about every president in our country has always signed off with god bless america right and it's it's, it's aligning yourself with an ideology yes, even, even if, if you're it's atheist, not even if even it's if not you what you believe, believe. god yeah. uh even though like like um uh barack obama was muslim well, well he's christian who knows? <laughs> well, he's kind of like, yeah, somewhere in between there. But like, I'm saying, even if he was, it, whether he, maybe he was Muslim and he has to say he he's has Christian to align because to he has the ideology. Align, maybe he really is Christian. I don't know. But I'm saying, even if he was Muslim, if he got up there and tried to say, all of bless America, people would lose their shit, even though the intent is the same. Even if he's a good and, man, yeah, even if he has all the, the, the virtues, in, yes, the it, empathy. He has the same intent as the other. But because v, it doesn't v, align with... V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. You could find out that he's a rapist asshole who beats women. <laughs> Human beings, fuck all that. What are the ideologies he stands for? What does for? he stand for? What That's what we give a fuck for? about, Right. What I'm trying to show is how primitive human beings are and how unintelligent we, we really ah, are. Oh, uh, good good side point on this is uh, superheroes. Okay. So think about superheroes. This is what they've always done well is brand themselves. We've talked about this before, but the only difference a lot of times when you actually look at the actions between a hero and a villain is branding. Is branding. <laughs> The heroes will say, oh, I believe in the good of mankind, equal, like all that, saving people, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of times their actions have huge consequences and a lot of people die. Yeah, there's and that show, The Boys, on, um, fuck, what was it called? Well, yeah, but in there, there was actually like a lot of fucked up, like the intent behind there. But I'm saying even if you took like the classic comics, like say Batman or... Um, uh, Superman. So Batman kept not killing the Joker, even when he had opportunities to, because, oh, I don't believe in killing. But this is a man that you know is crazy, is going to continue to go out and murder hundreds or thousands or millions, depending on his opportunity level, because he's fucking insane. And this is the rationale of where he's at. And yet you let him go. So you are just as much on the hook for that blood as he is because you couldn't kill the one man because you didn't believe in violence. But because his branding was that kind of wholesome, do you see what I'm saying? Yep, like, yep, yep. It's, it's all on the idea. Like you don't separate the idea from the man. And like we talked about before, Thanos's idea of wiping out half of the world to save the entire universe even though, had even rationale. Though, even though... Th- Thanos could be a man of virtue. He could be a, you know, all, all the good, good virtues we look for in an individual. Mm-hmm. But because his ideology does not, you are unable to separate the man from the idea. So you and just, Thanos is an evil guy. He had absolute power. Once you have absolute power too, had all the stones. So now he becomes a tyrant. If you're not a comic book nerd, I'm sorry. You're, now, you're now Thanos becomes <laughs> a tyrant to people who don't, even even the Avengers, the fucking, why, why are we on this fucking topic? Tony Stark. <laughs> Right, like, this is my fault. I'm a nerd. There, there is no superhero who yeah. is not a tyrant. When you can't, and I loved have how power. they made that parallel in in the the movies because there was a lot of times where like uh, Tony Stark, for example, got in the elevator with the mom, and the mom yeah, yeah, was yeah. actually talking about like my son died this because is, y'all basically like dropped the, a the building whole, on him. This was the whole premise of uh, Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, right. It's like you can't have heroes this powerful running around unchecked yeah you can't give them absolute power which i'm like well fuck it but they're they're doing good things they're fighting the aliens they're saving the world yeah but other people are dying as a consequence maybe things would have turned out better if they had just stepped aside and let shit happen as it was gonna happen you don't know 
And that's the problem because someone with power stepped in and changed the course of reality. This is a tough one for a lot of leaders because, because you know, and I, and I want to bring this one down like to ground level mm-hmm. because this is something I realized very early on in my career that by, by, by definition of title, mm-hmm. I was automatically signing up to be a tyrant. Someone is going to consider you their enemy, their villain, their asshole, and the, 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 the fucker that they have to go deal with today. Right. And I used to say this to you because, like, I see myself as Deji. I, I, you see yourself as Sarah. Yeah. But your team don't see you as the individual you see yourself. They see their boss. Yeah. They see their boss's boss. Yeah. So the, their, their perception of you, the way they see you in their eyes, is somebody who, who literally has their, their thumb mm-hmm. on them. Or who can oh, yeah. literally decide to put the thumb down on them at any moment. Yeah. And that dynamic is a fucking mental shift. Because it means they can never fully trust you because they never know where you can decide to just bring the thumb down. Mm-hmm. But you don't see yourself that way. You see yourself as like, oh, I'm Sarah. I'm a good person. I have all these virtuous qualities about me. I care about humanity. I care about people. But your team like, fuck all that. What's your ideology? <laughs> <laughs> what do you stand for? Let us know that. Yeah. Because that's how we're going to judge you. Yep. I mean, I feel like this is a lot like, you know, in relationships where you have the the guy who's just says I love you, but then he goes and cheats and has a has a girlfriend he puts up, but then, you know, he comes back, says I love you, buys you a diamond ring. And so you're supposed to forget that his actions don't align with what he's saying, but because the ideology is there. Oh, I'm not leaving you. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I told you I loved you. I bought you a new diamond ring. You know, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like the, what he stands for, the idea and the actions don't correlate. Yeah. So we were having Maybe this. Maybe that's a bad example. No, no, that was a good one. We were having this conversation in the car about a week ago and we were saying, hey, you, and you actually checked me on this one. Mm-hmm. I said, babe, it that's feels. That's the norm, right? <laughs> It feels like in society today, we, we are just unable to separate the individual from their belief system and just see people as good, yeah. as great people, right? I showed you a video of when John McCain and Barack Obama were going at it back in 20, 2008. Mm-hmm. And some lady, some old white lady in the audience was like, oh, I heard that Obama guy was a Muslim and he going to try it. And he grabbed the mic from her and said, like, man, we're not going to do all that. We're not going to do this. He's a good man. Got, you know, loving, great father who just happens to have ideas that I don't agree with. But we, we we're headed to the same destination. We want America to be better today than it was yesterday. Yeah, we just that was one of the, the, the most beautiful moments, I think, in, in political politics. history. We just differ on how we get there. Yeah. Right. So. But we're not going to slander him and call him a bad person. He or that was he's able not to separate while. the ideology from the man. Beautiful fucking moment. And if y'all haven't seen that moment, you should look that on, up. Yeah. It's, uh, and I said to you, I said, Sarah, I feel like this is a lost art today. And you said, it's always been this way. <laughs> it's always been this way. It's just we are living in this moment. So it feels very like like contextually to us it feels like it's only happening to us Mm -hmm. but throughout history human beings have never been able to separate the man from the idea yep right the man is the idea exactly it's how it's how we select all these tribes and dehumanize each other i mean you even talk about how in nigeria uh the different tribes y'all y'all separate each other on these nuanced ideas and slight different shapes of the nose and and different hotel rwanda yeah it's it's very contextual and almost doesn't even exist there's virtually no difference that an outsider would perceive but because you have these slight different ideas you will live and die by that difference you know it's 
So let's take a quick break. Yeah, this is heavy, so is I might heavy. need there's, to. There's a lot to talk I about. I might need to, something that, to loosen me up a little bit. I, I think we haven't laughed story. as much I, as we normally do. Yeah, some people think that's a good we thing. Need to, we need to get a little geeky. Yeah, as, now. As, as, this, I did, this is uh, our comedic philosophy podcast, babe. We need the comedy yeah, back I, in I, here. I, I was invited to speak at uh, Houston Oasis last week. Yeah, that and was cool. That was cool. And as soon as I started speaking, one somebody was like, oh, yeah, this shit is heavy. <laughs> yeah, this shit. This is deep. This is deep. And that was like the doctor who normally yeah, talked yeah. about the heavy shit. Yeah, so he was like, this motherfucker, heavy. this is more than I thought I was going to get on a level. Sunday. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Hey, happy people. Hope you're enjoying the tipsy philosophical banter between Deji and I so far today as we discuss the many ways in which perception is a bitch. We'd like to take this quick break to top off our tequila and remind all y'all bitches that you can submit your questions, comments, or topic ideas to our email piabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find the links to our PIAB book, merch, and Instagram in the links attached to this episode. All right, now that that bullshit's out of the way and we've re-upped on our favorite inhibition-lowering, mind-expanding, and giggle-inducing substances, let's get back to it. So I, I was going to tell you a story, but before I get to the story, <laughs> I, I had a thought while we were on break. And, you know, there have been times where I don't know where I get this, but like you're watching a movie or, or whatever, like life happening. You're looking at Moffat like, I'm just doing my job. Just do my job. <laughs> right. But How I feel on management like every day. I'm just doing my job. Like, oh, why, why do you have to fire me? I'm, I'm just doing my job. Oh, or, or you go into the DMV. Why do you have to charge me for this? Yeah. Why do you have to charge me that late fee? I'm just doing my job. Right. But you see, these companies, these organizations are ideas. They reflect mm-hmm. ideas and yeah. ways of thinking. But when you get shitted on, you get charged the late fee and, you know, the guy you're talking to won't refund it. You are mad at the individual because you are unable to separate them from the organization. Yeah, you're like unable they're personally to, doing it. To yes, you. you're mm-hmm. unable to separate them from the... So like when people come into the into my work and they were like, oh, but you overcharged me. I'm like, ma'am, I did not overcharge you. <laughs> <laughs> the company. I have done nothing to you. Didn't go to my bank account. I have no incentive like, to charge you twice. And they, and they start to, to point their finger at me and almost How call me a you. shitty person. You asshole. <laughs> you, you evil motherfucker. You and I'm like, I am what none. What are you, my ex-wife? <laughs> I am I am none of those things. Uh-huh. But you see, they don't see me as a good person. They don't see me as a man of virtue. They don't see me as an empathetic individual. Mm-hmm. They don't think that, oh, you know what, in another life, in a different context, there are people who love me. <laughs> yep. Because they cannot separate me from the organization they cannot separate me from the ideology well, and this is where you're really talented at usually pointing out the lack of empathy and I making them that. feel like i appreciate shit. that I appreciate you have a special that. skill in making people feel like shit i'm just saying i don't know how you do it but you can do it really well and life skill i had to learn the shit because- but what you said hold on like I, I i'm about to take this conversation in a direction that i think you're really gonna like oh okay okay so <laughs> y'all hear that this don't happen often <laughs> moment of silence moment of silence for um, for what i'm hoping is a great moment all right all right let's go share. okay so what you were saying actually uh, made me think about how businesses are now held to the standard like people of of holding up certain ideas like if if a business doesn't post a uh, a black lives matter or a um, anti-abortion, like whatever stance, whatever political. What do you stand for? What motherfucker? do you stand for? So just like now, we as individuals have to be very vocal about what we stand for. Businesses are held to that same standard, and people will support them or not based on how well they align with. So it's like you can't even just go have a chicken sandwich at Chick Fil A. You have to think about do I do I uphold with their values. 
<laughs> like literally people have been telling me not to shop at Amazon because, oh, they're getting too big and we need to support all of these small businesses. So go spend four times as much over here because because we don't align with Amazon's values and we want to support the small business values over here. And, and this whole Amazon thing, especially through this pandemic and how big this has gotten, like there's been a lot of conversations about um, having these companies step in and, and holding them accountable because that is true. Absol- Forget kings and queens. Fucking Amazon has absolute power. Shit. Well, like, Amazon was built for it. That, that's a company that was made for a pandemic. Right? <laughs> and then think about like Facebook with the Instagram and all of its conglomerates within that Facebook. People are wanting them now to police people too because they have a lot of absolute power so, so let's, and they can control free let, let, speech. Let, let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let's okay, slow down. But, but you, you, I, 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 I want to I flush out the okay. points you're making because there's, you're there's a lot here. You're about to explain my points. Jesus. All right, let's no, let's. no. That's, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. I know. That's I know. I'm teasing it. you. I got to give you a hard time, babe. On the Amazon point, mm-hmm. and remind me if I get on a rant here and okay. I miss the Facebook thing, but on the Amazon point, there's a lot even in this absolute conversation PowerPoint, right? So it's not enough for Jeff Bezos and by, I'm not even going to call it Amazon because Jeff Bezos is Amazon, okay? let's The company is the man. Whatever decisions the company makes, are the ideas and thoughts of the man, Jeff Bezos. Okay, so I will substitute the name Amazon (laughs) for Jeff Bezos. That's really what it is. This is what they mean by corporations are people. Ah, see, I just got you there. (laughs) So it's not enough for Jeff Bezos to be a kind, loving father, to be a good, virtuous man who wants all of humanity or whatever, right? It's not enough for him to list his virtuous values. We want to know where he aligns ideology wise to fuck with them. Yeah. Which is why Amazon had to come out when the whole Black Lives Matter thing was, you know, pretty big in culture. People wanted to know where are they at? Are they for or against? Right? It could just be like, no, he's a good virtuous man, loving like no just 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 he just—it's none of your fucking business. Who fucking cares? He's a—he's a guy. He has a great business. He provides a service. Why do you need to know what his personal beliefs are? Right. So, just fucking order your bullshit and move on with your day. That's where we're going. So he Jesus. comes out with the big black sign on Amazon Prime. Amazon stands in solidarity to Black Lives Matter. Uh huh. And you know what? The people against lost their shit. Oh, I'm not lost their shit. Even Jeff was putting uh. Uh, emails he was getting online on uh-huh. on oh yeah, yeah I remember that yeah he shared a lot of the people who were like I'm no longer I'm no longer shopping at Amazon because you support Matter. Black Lives Matter fuck the fact that Jeff a good man yeah fuck all and that, that you're fuck all your that shit fuck all that a quarter of the price and you get it tomorrow that's not that's the second point we're about to make but fuck <laughs> the fact that this could be a good man okay yeah this could be like the virtuous fucking uh the mother Teresa's of uh, uh, John McCain shipping yeah I get okay it. but because we now see where his ideology lines all of a sudden now he a threat he a yeah. threat to me he a threat to me because you know what we he, don't like that we don't like this shit that's one the second so now we can't separate the individual from the idea and there are people out there in the world who won't fuck with Amazon or won't fuck with Jeff because you know what yeah Black Lives Matter motherfucker okay <laughs> That's one. Two. What this, was his response? I remember he, he said, said to, fuck you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He said, fuck you. And I'm going to paraphrase Jeff Bezos. He basically said, ma'am, I'm the world's biggest fucking retailer. Okay. <laughs> what do you think me losing you as a customer is going to do? He said that in the email. He was like, I I gladly don't want your business. Like, what the Goodbye. fuck you think you are? What the fuck you think you, you are? You know they're going to come back and order shit the next week, I though. know. He knows that. She don't know that. She's going to know that in a week. Because she, she's going to need something to be like, shit, I can only get this on Amazon. The second point you were making uh-huh. is also very powerful. Okay. Because there are people who have the ideology, the mm-hmm. absolute way of thinking that you support small business. You yeah. shop local, right? Now, 
It's not wrong. It's not. I, I get, they're not I get wrong, the but I don't know that I want to pay four times more. I mean, if we just, had like the disposable income, and and if you if you listened to our last podcast, and you know we talked about going to the bank and stuff, we are doing well enough to be doing well enough. I'm not feeling like we're doing so well that I just want to waste money to to, to feel like I support small business. There's a reason. Kevin Hart said there's a difference between shh money and shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up money, right? We, we have like, shh money. If, if you got to shut the quiet. fuck up money, you can go, go shop local. Small. You can support yeah. local. You can pay four times more. Most people are not there. And the, right? the other thing is like you support a lot of people, I feel like some do these things and, and go on these crusades without counting the cost. It reminds me, so uh, I won't use names, but... There was a while back we we had someone we know uh, who was in a in a bind and needed some some resources, mm-hmm. and so we we lent them. We didn't even lend them money. We gave them money and yeah, just you, gifted. You, you, you never borrow people money because no, you, you that you're not gonna get that yeah. shit back. So if, if they were borrowing it in the first place, they ain't got it. And if got they ain't got it now, they ain't gonna get it. So, so we gave them money. And then they proceeded to tell us that they donated all of it to the church. Instead of using it to pay the bills, they said they so desperately needed to pay. And that was the entire reason we lent, we gave it to them in the first place was, hey, you need this. They You're told in a us tight they, spot. They told us like, they were in a tight spot, needed money oh, to pay bills. Oh, I don't bills. know how I'm going to make ends meet. I don't know what's going on. Ooh, uh, uh, I'm praying, I'm but praying. somehow, somehow that money went to paying tight. So, yeah, and they're like, oh, but it will be returned to me tenfold. So, I feel like a lot of people go on these crusades. Hold on, before you get there, I asked them, I said, so did you pay the bills you so desperately needed the money for? Yeah. And they said, well, I was also behind on my tithes, so I had to pay my tithes because I believe that That then God will pay me back. That God will pay me back and give me tenfold because I gave. And I'm like, Yep. Maybe, maybe, like, it, perception is a fucking bitch. And the interpretations people make. Yep. Maybe that was the money God gave you to pay rent. Yeah, maybe like, he was telling you. He already gave you a solution. Like, this was it. This and, was the hand, and, and, helping and, hand. Anyway, I digress. I digress. Perception's a bitch. Because uh, we're all trying to decide what we think God's saying. Okay, so we're all making interpretations here. But don't see how we could all be the man on the roof. Go check that episode out. <laughs> God sends you a boat, a steamship, and a chopper. Like, you get to heaven like, God, why didn't you save me? It's like, I sent the motherfucker to give you money for rent, but yet you wanted to pay tithe. You must not have needed it that you must bad. Not okay. But anyways. Uh, you said people go on crusades. Yeah, people go on these crusades without really co- counting the cost. It's like, I'm all for supporting small businesses, but there is a problem that things cost a million times more that way. So I, I love cute sweaters, but I have a, a friend who makes them. So what what she is going to charge for that cute sweater is probably about a hundred bucks, counting in her labor and all of cost the, the cost of materials. Get it, understood, it's worth it. I understand that, she is worth that. However, when I can go get a sweater that was made in Taiwan for $5 off Amazon and it looks the exact fucking same. Feel the same. I- I'm sorry, like my budget is set up where I just got to go get the $5 it's sweater. It's called capitalism, but you do see how that, that value system is a, is tyranny ri- to people. Yes, <laughs> and the ripple effect, I get it. There is ripple effect consequences, but there are consequences either way because we have people going on crusades, going into debt, buying things they can't afford to support causes they can't afford to support. So we need to look at the entire problem and not the individual problem. And and but that's a side and, rant. Sorry, no, 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 it's not a side rant. It is the rant <laughs> because again, that's the point that people are unable to separate people from ideologies. People, even more tragically, are unable to separate themselves from ideologies that don't yep. quite serve them. And speaking on power too. So since we were talking about um, lending lending money, right? Versus giving someone money. The reason again we give money versus lending money, if if you ever are inspired, someone like in your life is telling you that they need resources, never ever 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 lend money. 
You know what the reason for that is? What? Once you lend someone money, you have power over them. Oh, it changes the dynamic of the relationship. Absolutely. And now you are a tyrant to that person. They will avoid you. They Chris, will. They Thanksgiving will... don't taste the same. Mm-mm. They start like avoiding you. Coming over you. for movie night, yeah. If not they happening. come over for movie night, no, like they will abandon you because now you are a tyrant to them because they owe you something. The paradigm has shifted. You have. You realize. Power. You realize that you are the same person with the exact same virtues, the exact same good and qualities your you had. Was pure. They they needed the money. They needed- You're the same person with the same good virtues you had prior to lending them money. Mm-hmm. But by nature of lending them the money, they no longer yeah. see you as the good, kind-hearted, benevolent individual that you are. Yeah, it's the they idea you that you need fucking, it back. They, yeah, they see you as the idea now that, yeah. oh, he going to need his money back. Mm-hmm. Or if I can't pay him back, he going to look at me a certain type of way. Yeah, he gonna And be by default, you unintentionally become a tyrant to somebody you were thinking you were helping. You were helping, yeah. And you're wondering why we say perception is, is a, a fuck. fucking... Bitch, Bitch man. Like, let me get even more aggressive with All this. All right, let's go. So, let's go. <laughs> like let's it, go. <laughs> like it can't get any more aggressive. <laughs> so there's a story of the Boko Haram back in Nigeria. Oh, this yeah. is a couple of years ago. So the We're switching gears right now. It's if y'all about to have get some, dark and some, depressing. Some, so if, tequila, some whiskey, yeah, you, you better take a, take a shot, shot right now because numb the pain here. Existence is pain. So... The Boko Haram are a militant Islamic group in Nigeria who are anti-everything that's Western culture. Mm -hmm. They are anti-Western education. They're anti-Western music. Medicine, all of it. All of it. If it comes from the West, they are anti-it. So they, they rush into this town. They invade this town of young boys and girls wasn't it? It was like a boarding school. It was school, a boarding right? school. Yeah. Well, the, the boarding school was in the town, but they, mm-hmm. they invade the town and, and pillage the boarding school, killing kids that were no older than 10 to 15 years old. Yeah. Just because that these kids didn't share the ideology that the Boko Haram had, these kids were obviously they were pro, educated. They were educated, pro Western education they weren't the even pro western they were just learning they didn't just, know that they were taking a stand they didn't they were just learning yeah, to read and write yeah and but, fucking but, arithmetic. but they were they were tyrants to the boko haram by virtue of trying to read and write <laughs> you're tyrant to the boko haram the boko haram kills slaughtered them. slaughtered slaughtered these kids just because these were kids these were innocent Kids. It wasn't their parents. It wasn't the teachers. It these wasn't. Were, these were pure souls. Mm-hmm. Innocence. Now, before you. By all be, definitions. Be, if you're listening to the podcast, before you get all high and mighty condemning the Boko Haram for what is obviously a vicious act. Don't forget that like the Boko Haram. The point I am making here is we are unable to see people as the pure good souls that they are because we cannot separate the 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 ideology uh-huh. from the individual yeah we see it doesn't matter how rational you are you are unable to see people for who they truly are the verbs integrity mm-hmm. passion kind empathy we cannot see people that way we see them as ideas and ideologies. So, and those must die. Yep. I'm going to take this, um, build on that in one layer more. I'm sorry, it just wrap, got dark. I know. Then. I'm going to build on this one layer more as we, as we kind of wrap this up because we've talked about the individual, we've talked about politics, we've talked about companies. And, and now I think it's important. Um, you kind of touched on this with the, this group here. Uh, I feel like. in in a way and that's that's countries that's nations so america has a certain reputation right and yeah we it's i feel like we have this reputation and this we've branded ourselves our internal branding is like we're the superhero coming in to rescue the the innocent america playing american police playing police playing world police but but we have 
at least up until this point so far, we are been the uh, the most powerful country. I do feel like that's shifting. I feel like we have lost a lot of our power recently in the well, world. China's a superpower. Americans are just slow to catch on. <laughs> it, yeah, the, the power has shifted and we're not realizing that we're not as powerful as we once were. However, it, this, is, this is the danger in that a lot of times we believe our own branding. We believe our own shit. We stain on these ideologies. And so we don't see how we're like tyrants Haram, to other. Yeah. yeah. Like the Boko Haram who truly believed when they went in and slaughtered those, those children, it was from the good of all. When America invaded Vietnam, they believed it was for the good. When we invaded the Middle East, we convinced people it was for the good. Wasn't. A lot of people have died and lost their lives for this shit on both sides. And 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 what's the fucking point? But because we we want to look at ourselves and believe our own bullshit, believe our own narratives that yes, we have absolute power right now, but we're using it for good. We we tell ourselves that. We we tell ourselves because we stand for justice and liberty for all. That we are not subject to being tyrants. Of course we're not tyrants. Of course we're not evil. Of course we're not, you know, subjecting to the world to our, our assholery, our fucking stupidity. And yet the rest of the world views us from entirely different perspectives. The rest of the world has an entirely different idea of what America is compared to what we think it is. So I like that you said that because it reminded me of, so uh, there was this young lady who was writing a paper for college. I told you this story. Yeah. She was, and the, the title of the essay or the paper she had to write was Nationalism. Yeah, I think versus, we talked about this on another episode No, no, we haven't. Before. We haven't. It was Nationalism versus. Oh, it was on the Lost, uh, the yes. lost Files. That's why. Yeah. She had to write a paper verse on nationalism and globalism. And I forget the intricacies of, of what she had to write about. But the conversation is relevant to what we're having today. Basically, Deji, do you think of yourself as Nigerian? No, 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 no. We had that conversation. This is a totally separate one. This is a separate one. She was writing a paper. Uh huh. Right. And that was kind of the subject of the paper. And I told her, I said, you know, this is how I see globalism. Mm -hmm. Globalism is really just American nationalism. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a lot of people don't, or Americans a lot of times don't understand that concept. Here's what I mean by that. American nationalism is like our music, country music, rap music, you know, like those are things we value. Those are our cultural norms. Yeah. You forget that that American nationalism has influence all over the world and is what the rest of the world calls globalism. Okay. Like, I was a five-year-old African kid with Tupac, rapping Tupac, okay? <laughs> yeah. If you look at all the other continents in the world, I guarantee you they can name the top five American shows. They can name the top five but American music stars. But we can't name the top five of any of But no theirs. one in America can name the top five Indian stars, the top five Asian, Japanese Chinese, or Asian Chinese African. movie stars, or top five... I don't know what the fucking songs so on the Billboard African. So even if you went African, to continents, yeah, like forget even going to countries like Nigeria or Egypt. I don't know like what, what's on the top five Egypt. Billboard in Africa. No. Look, in Africa, we didn't have cable, but you know mm-hmm. what we got? What? These and the weekly top 40 from America. <laughs> Every week you knew what the top 40 songs in America were. Okay, That's crazy. There's no culture in the world you go to today where you don't see American influence, American culture. Yep. That is there's globalism. No, I don't think there's a country in the world that you can't find a McDonald's. Globalism is just a fancy word for American nationalism. Yeah. Influence. Mm-hmm. Okay. It you is, can't it think is, that absolute power is not corrupted. It is all fun in games when people love the music. Yep. But you have to understand that when you take the wool over people's eyes... There are people who will look at that and go, there is something awfully wrong with the fact that I know the top 40 songs in America and I don't even know the top five in my own fucking country. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have to see how that is tyranny the to somebody else. The other countries learn American history, but Before we don't they learn, learn their own history. 
Yep. Fuck we not learning their history. Yep. I learned about American culture before I learned about my own country's fucking culture. That's fucked And up. you don't see how that is tyranny to a motherfucker or yeah. how, or you can't understand why some Joe Schmo may want to snap a bomb around his fucking <laughs> chest and blow shit Say, this up. This doesn't make sense. This don't make no goddamn sense. Yep. But we're drunk off our nationalism, America first mentality, not seeing that we That's have such a global reach out here. Somebody it's, it's may be pissed. too much power. No, and, and no one should have this much power, whether it's Amazon or America or the so, fucking. So I would challenge you. Now, I, I put this thought out to Americans. Hearing the point I just made. Are you in a place to want to give up that power? Because, because, hold on, because, because like Captain America said in America's Civil War, the safest hands are still our own. You assume. <laughs> how, how arrogant, how yes. arrogant. So as Americans, are you willing to give up that influence and power? And I guarantee that 9.5 out of you motherfuckers say, say no. no. Absolutely. And, and as much as I would want to say Yes, I would still say no because look. So to the motherfuckers, just, we're just saying like the Captain America, like oh, the safest hands are my own because I know my hands intent. This is what we always say: we judge others by their actions and ourselves by our intent. So even if I fuck up, I know what my intent is, and my intent the safest was good. hands are still my own. It's not the safest. <laughs> that's not this. Is, that's I know that's my It's not the safest. It's that. If I fuck up, I won't be mad at myself. It's why I would rather, like, when we were packing and moving, it was the most stressful fucking time for me because you packed all the shit. And I was so stressed out because I didn't know how you packed it. You just threw them all in a box and, like, I had to just trust like, you. like, Sarah, it will get there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, to me, the safest hands are my own. Even if, because I, I know if I pack shit and, and things I needed got thrown away or lost or broken, at least, it was, at least it was in my hands. And I now I'm not mad at you for shit going missing. I'm looking at you like, hey, where'd my shit go? But like, so that's the point. It's, it's a control issue of, of understanding our intent and it's, collect my thoughts here. No, that's fine. That's fine. This, this one's deep. This we're going ham, we're going ham hard as a motherfucker right now. Yeah, like th- this one has so many layers to it because as much as I would want, to, like I do think logically when you look at mega power companies like Amazon and Facebook, when you look at mega countries like China and America, so this is the, this is the hypocrisy in in first of all saying break up amazon break up facebook they're too big break up google break up america break up Bre- okay. china in what world will americans agree to breaking up america so surely you can understand how steve jobs not steve jobs jeff bezos and mark zuckerberg will object to breaking up their yeah. big conglomerates okay and, and surely there's... you can understand why china will not want to give up power surely you can understand why a republican in office does not want to give up power surely you understand why a conservative in power or, or liberal in power does not want to give up power. So I, the safest hands are still my own. And I'm going to try to be the tyrant that people hate versus trying to hate on another tyrant. Who's, right. who's subject to another tyrant. I'd rather you be subject to my rule because I know my intentions yeah. versus me be subject to your rule because I don't know your fucking intentions. Because that's, that's the fucking point is that at the end of the day, power exists and like i said there's no real such thing as absolute power or otherwise because power is power all power is corrupt everyone even a small business a small mom and pop has power over somebody because they are employing somebody or someone employs them because they they create ask for a product so sometimes the customer is the tyrant you know like to, to to the small business my point is is there's always power and a power balance. And when there's a power balance, that means there can be a power vacuum. And when that vacuum is empty, it's a very dangerous time. So You know what we call that in Africa? A coup, a coup d'etat. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> of which I've been a part of three. Yeah. Before I was 18 years old, I had lived through three coups. Wasn't like your great grandfather assassinated? Oh, that was a, that did, what, that wasn't a coup. That was just an assassination. Okay, he was a chief. To, he, he was a, a coup we, is is the political power. He was more the chieftaincy. Well, title. he he was a local local power, local but, chief. but yeah. still. 
that's a coup. It's just, just on a smaller say, level. Well, okay, <laughs> I appreciate. So it. We'll take we'll take the coup. <laughs> I'm just saying we reserve the word coup for like the big shit. You okay, know, the, no. the political still a coup, still a coup, <laughs> still an assassination. Uh, yeah, still a mutiny. Um, but I I feel like in in this situation or in the world in general, that's the, that's the fear, because when America goes down, and it will eventually. I'm not saying tomorrow, or the next day, or even in our lifetime. But anything that goes up comes down. Rome came down. Europe came down. Every great power comes down. So in that, that, that transition of power, it's a very dangerous time. And usually it comes at the cost of a lot of bloodshed. That cost is something most of us are not willing or ready to pay. We're not ready to stand on this hill and fight for the revolution. Like I said, I'm not ready to go spend my money on the revolution for small business. I'm definitely not ready to bleed for a better world that's more less America centric. I'd like that, but I'm not willing to bleed for it. And that's the problem. And that is why the power will continue to exist. If you liked what you heard, if you enjoyed our conversation today about power. Don't be a tyrant. Come on, I know where you're going with this. You about to ask for them stars. Leave us a five-star review on whatever audio platform you get your podcast on. Oh, wait, I forgot you have no power over what they do. So you're not a tyrant. (laughs) If you know someone who will enjoy this conversation or needs to hear it, definitely share it with them. We also would like to hear your thoughts about our episode or future episode ideas at piabpodcast at gmail.com. Talk to us. We appreciate you guys and we'll see you next time.